one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is about tapping into your own energy. And I have a special guest with me today, my dear friend, Mira DiMartino, who is a goddess of energy. She is a sculptor, an artist. She is a just a beautiful spirit in every way. I'm so happy to have you on here today. Laura, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for this intro. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I met you, I would say, oh, over a decade ago when our, speaking of energy, when our kids were doing Taekwondo together. Yes. And I think you and I both had the same visceral response that we wanted to get in on the floor as well. Because watching these kids perform Taekwondo is not just, it's similar to yoga. It's not just performing movement. It's connecting to your source, to your, to your power. Have you always in your mind, have you, has it been an easy, accessible part of you to, to feel your own energy and connect to that? Oh, yeah. I think I am very sensitive to feeling energy in me. Uh, my all art starting from this, I think. Uh, uh, in the past lives, when I was in Poland, I should say I'm Polish. I, I met my American husband 25 years ago. This, this Valentine's will be we will be having anniversary of 25 years we met in Poland. So in Poland, I was a fashion designer and interior designer. And that time was very interesting because I started to observe how energy of objects I was creating for my clients was literally changing these women. Uh, they were coming, you know, with problems, lost in their world. And I was talking, taking the energy of their wants and desires, who they want to become. And I was creating clothings and then interiors with my people for these people. And these 
clothes when they put them on and the interiors with the changed object in the space were literally changing these people's behavior and feeling about themselves. So I started to observe myself and I was like, what is it about, you know, that I think I'm creating just a beauty. I think that's a sense of the saying we always hear that beauty heals. I think it comes down to the energy in beauty because I thought I'm creating just beautiful clothes or beautiful interior design. And in fact, I was creating a new set of energies for these women and for myself. And I started to observe, you know, how, how Pascal's law works with, with liquids and gases that, you know, in the connected vessels, everything is like mixing together. I literally started to observe how energy works the same way. So when you surround yourselves, you think with just objects, and now I'm doing sculptures for this purpose or, or clothings, the energy of what you choose starts to create you. Because there is a mix, mixing of these energies. And I am very sensitive to it. Uh, my sculpting is all about this because I started to observe, I explore how people can self-empower themselves with choosing the art, in this case, or objects with a specific energy that even if they don't feel it, but it works whether you know it or not. They can literally change themselves. They can literally empower themselves through the energy, internal energy. So, oh, I totally agree. And I see this a lot with when I, I talk so much, as you know, in lit about posture. And it's not just this, this idea that there is a, an, a finite posture that is perfect, it is how you are embodying this home, this house that we live in. And I've seen so many times when people start paying attention to how they stand and how they move, it shifts how they feel about themselves. Absolutely. That's why I am so drawn to your lit. I am incredibly right now good student of yours because I feel the difference, Laura, and my posture changed because of this purpose. I am a meditator for so many years and I did yoga also for many years, but right now paying attention to the alignment and mechanics, I am a sculptor, so I'm also from, from that point, I'm also interested in mechanics of it, but, but the, I feel the difference in my energy flow just through the right and deliberate movement of my body. And it's incredible how it improves the flow of inner energy. It's not just physical uh, mechanics of movement, because that too, and the physical beauty of the body, that too, and, and the strength of the body, that too, but energy flow, which starts to connect your energy with outer energy, with all the energies around, is just so open and spacious that for that purposes, I am really, really drawn into, into it. Well, I love that. I love that, of course. So I'd love to know what you can, you can make this personal, um, but what would you recommend for people in, in how to tap into their own energy sources? whether it's from a place of creativity, which obviously is, is huge with you, but all the other things that come from really aligning yourself and finding that really infinite source of our own energy. 
It's very deep question <laughs> and it has many levels clearly. Um, for me, in my art, this is the purpose I create to create the tools, let's say, for self-empowerment. And for me, self-empowerment is being aware and managing energies inside. So these energies, as I said, on many levels, lit and movement starts with flow of energy internally. Okay, starts with physical body, but then it goes to all the internal pathways of energy. Uh, then remembering what I said before, that we all are influencing each other. Objects are influencing each other and us. I am very into phys uh, quantum physics because they prove what I felt and what I just believed in the beginning of my art creation. Now it's literally in physics proven in experiments that Matter and energy, it's not like we thought before that we have an object and the object has energy. Not the other way. There is energy first and then energy creates matter. So this management of energy internally and awareness and deepening of consciousness of this energy is first. Because without that, we're not able to really manage to strengthen that in us and and make choices. I, in my art, constantly talk through the art about our power of choices because we do. We are creators, and because of management of energy requires choices. We need to recognize that it starts with thoughts because thoughts are nothing else but energy. So we really wanting to improve our strength in inner world energy, start to choose the right energy of thought. That will lead to the right energy of our feeling because it's clearly connected. Thought creates feelings. And then, as I said before, surrounding ourselves, even not just people, but with right objects, which have energy, which also makes us and influences us, is crucial. So interior design, the right one, the, you know, the feng shui, all the uh, philosophy of this really makes sense. Uh, we need to build consciousness of our sets of energies and then start to manage this. That's basically it. And observe, our, ours, and observe ourselves. We're all different. We all have different... Um, goals. So we all want different things, which is beautiful. And we need to observe, you know, what works for us, what is moving us forward, what is this next step. But it all comes from our inner world of energy world. And I believe it. <laughs> I believe it too. And everything you said resonates so much. And I think for so many people who uh, do not feel empowered, one of the first things, especially like in my training, what I, I ask people to do is really start noticing and becoming aware of your thoughts and how you talk to yourself. Some of those are habitual. They've, been, they've developed for who knows why, conditioning from culture, family, and a lot of them are not necessarily kind. They can be quite negative. And often. you can, yes, they often are, but we can actually change that. We can catch it and decide, you know, that is a thought. It is not, 
the actual experience. And and it's not me. It's we not me. No, yes, thoughts are not us. Thoughts is something what the brain does. Brain creates the thought. And the brain often usually comes from survival place. So it wants us to just respond like being scared of things around to respond and protect ourselves. And these thoughts very often look at negatives. They talk, uh, they look at uh, what's not working. And it's very difficult to create a power and create strength from focus on what's not working. If we want to go forward, we need to train by building this awareness for us and consciousness and deepening that, retrain our focus into what's working and what we want, what who we want to become. And, and that is the way to create our life. And I, yes. And your sculpting is, is such a reflection of that. I, I hope that everybody can now, you know, we'll, we'll certainly make sure that we give everybody a website for, for where they can go and, and look at it. But all of this is really bodies in motion or bodies in stillness, but it's inhabiting that energy that you're speaking about. How, what is your um, process of deciding what you want to sculpt? Uh-huh. This is very interesting because, uh, you know, I am trained professionally painter. I have master's in painting from Academy of Fine Arts. So it started with paint and and canvas and but I never really liked traditional tools like brushes started you know to paint with my fingers and when I came to US with my husband which I met in Poland I had a very difficult time to adjust because my life in Poland was very good I really didn't mean change so through the difficulties and crisis of identity, I would say, after arriving to US, I started to have this desire to figure how, through the energy, help myself to be stronger and to find my version of American Mira in the US. And this sculpting came to me because I remember my experiences with mixing of energy in interior design and fashion design, that I want to sculpt the sculptures, which will represent the feelings I want to feel being here in America. And I had no technique because I was a trained painter, but uh, then I developed my own technique of sculpting, which actually came from my painting because I was painting huge canvases and I was adding aluminum and different things to paint. And actually, they took this technique from the canvas, you know, experimented and started to sculpt with that. And that's how it started, Laura. It was a tool. It, the, the sculptures were tools for me to represent this energy, to mix with who I was at that time to create to uplift me, to create me. And then my girlfriends were coming and they were seeing these sculptures and they were like, I want that. Oh, I want to feel this or that happened and I want to capture that. And I started to grow so quickly through all these commissions for my friends. And uh, 
And it's, I think, to this day that I have a lot of commissions. People come to me because they really want representation either of who they want to become or either what they want to remember or either they want to hold into with the feeling. And at the same time, I am doing my own sculptures along my spiritual growth. You know, these are my own tools and I call them art affirmations, like, you know, affirmations in words empower us when because there is energy in words. That's another tool for energy. You talk about the mantras like you did recently EFT class, which I love because I use EFT for years. And you were using this mantra, I am calm, because why? This word has energy and it also influences us. So I call my sculptures art affirmations because they do exactly that. They, they have an energy captured by me, which represents energetically exactly that message. And when people surround themselves with these sculptures, they don't even have to know it. It is working on them. I have clients who have five sculptures of mine. Like they commission one for representation of something they want. And after, you know, some time they come, I want another one because that is already there, you know. And, and they take, because my sculptures are pretty light, they are from aluminum mostly, and then with bonded metals on a shelf. But people walk with these sculptures from bedroom to bathroom to kitchen counter table, you know, because they want to have them around like tools uh, because they are. They, they energetically influence them. And, and I do it for myself. I live with my sculptures because they enhance me. They uplift me. They, they work for me. And that's, that's the choice. When people come and tell me their stories, what they want, this is my inspiration because I, it's very interesting. I hear the story, but I grab the energy. I, I grab what they want to feel. And I go to my studio and Laura, I very often don't know what's going on. I, I, I It's literally the process of creation is like channeling it's when i am done with the sculpture very often i look at this it's like i did that when i did that i don't even remember often the process because it's literally take this energy from the field you know i collect it from them and and it just whatever wants to happen happens <laughs> but the important yeah the important thing about that is that you are an open vessel in a way to yes. be able to channel yes. you know i Exactly. And so this really comes back to no matter, you know, say you're starting, this is for anybody out there who's starting and just feeling, I don't even know where to start. I feel really low in energy. I feel uninspired. Uh, You can start small, but you have to start with self-care. Mira and I were talking about this before we started the podcast. And you have to take care of yourself first so that you can, you can have these just channels of creativity or channels of just opening to whatever it is. If you're, if you're more in, into reading or science or not necessarily creating something like Mira is doing. So can you talk a little bit about your self-care and how much that has helped you in your creative venture? Huh. I am important to me. 
Let's mm. put it this way. Yeah. And I am completely, deeply aware that if I won't take care of myself, I'm not going to be able to take care of my family and the world and humanity around me. I start my day from taking care of myself. I wake up very early in the morning. I am a morning person and I wake up to meditate. It's always the beginning of my day. To connect with my inner being, to connect with the energy of earth, to connect with the energy of cosmic energy, to connect with my guides. You know, this is my belief and my connection. Then I get up and I do my lit yoga. <laughs> it's almost every day. Uh, either I do it by myself or with my partner. I have, oh, I will send hi to my lit yoga partner, Judy Karp, uh, who we meet regularly, twice a week, even during pandemic, at 6.30, Tuesday and Thursday. And we do your class or Christian class. Usually it's a choice. We love Christian classes too. And, um, and that's another, for me, inner work plus physical work on my body. And then I believe the mixing of energies, this Pascal's law, includes food. So what we are, what we eat, I know you're a vegan. I am not that place yet because I eat some seafood, but I am mostly plant eater. And for me, the energy of my food matters. I am very cautious. I prepare my own breads, my own meals, and I grow my own vegetables in the summer. I just care about the energy I intake. Okay, so I care about cleanliness of energies of everything around me, in me, in my mind. I try to manage that to my best. <laughs> of course, I'm a human and there are moments like of all course. of us. Yes. Sometimes life takes over. And then I look at my sculpture, respond, don't react because I have a representation for it <laughs> to remind myself. But generally, yeah, my self-care is important and it's a big part of, uh, of my life. So if, if someone is out there and wondering, you know, they have a low budget and they're on the process of taking care of themselves, but wanting to add another layer of energy in terms of like their room. What are maybe three tips you can give people in how to do basic interior design that would really enhance the energy of their home, bedroom, wherever they're spending a lot of time? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a very complicated question. You know, <laughs> I know, I'm like, three it's tips. Very, it's like... <laughs> It's, it's, I think it's very difficult to give three tips. Uh, first of all, you need to really try to observe yourself and dino yourself because, because you are you and different than me. You need to start to observe what spaces you feel good in. It's very important. You, all of us are drawn into colors. 
styles. We are drawn to this not because you like blue or red. You're drawn to this because blue and red has a frequency. And your frequency you carry is drawn to this frequency. You align with that better. So the same with styles. It's not like I like modern or you like traditional or country because you like the style. No, because there is a frequency in this style. And you, as you are drawn to this frequency. So you need to really observe yourself what makes you feel good because ultimate ultimate goal of our life is actually figure out how to feel good. And feel good meaning inside of you. And everybody's recipe is different. And you need to really start with what objective is good for you, which is definitely clean food, Movement, because it is opening the pathways of your energy flow. Meditation, I suggest, or other form of connecting with who you really are inside, because your body is not you. You live in this body. It's just your your vessel. It's your, you know, home, vehicle, whatever you can call it, you know. You live in it. And so you it's a tool, and you need to take care of this tool, like, you know, every other tool you own, and you 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 really value it, you take care of it. And the same with your body, you really need to take care of your tool because better you will take care of it, longer it will serve you. So you, if you start with these basics and then start to observe your feelings, when do you feel good? Uh, what colors, what styles, you know, uh, what people, what events, uh, you know, what kind of movement, because there are different types of movement. Like, I love yoga, okay? This is the movement which, and especially Loras, I have to say, you know, that I love your work because, because, because of you, I understand. I am an artist and very creative person, but at the same time, I'm very analytical mind, very analytical. I, I am interested in mechanics. I want to know how things work. So you, because why? Because I want to deepen my consciousness and understanding. So when you are having your class, I literally have this eureka moment so often because I, I sensed things, you know, I did yoga for many years and I sensed them. I just had my own conclusions by observing how I feel. But when I hear you, I understand, oh my God, that's why I felt that. That's why I tempted to. Uh, so, so you have to know, observe yourself, what movement fits you, okay? There are people, I was doing CrossFit for three years, okay? I was on paleo for four years. And I felt in the beginning good, but after a while, it just didn't feel right. It didn't really align with who I am, okay? And you need to just observe what makes you feel good. And I think that's a great point. I I think that your point there is wonderful. And that is that in the process, you're going to experiment. Yeah. And, you know, somebody's going to say, oh, I like this or this food or this form of movement or this whatever cow, you have to experiment. And it's only through a little trial and error that you're going to get closer and closer to understanding what is serving you and your energy the best. It's very important because when you try things, either you align or or you have a contrast to know better what you want. 
So for me, every experience is a value. Every experience provides information. So there is no regrets whatsoever in my life because whatever I did in my life was really leading to who I am right now. I was observing, I was thinking through, and I was having conclusions. And and I am still on a path because it's never done. You know, it will be changing. I will be changing. Life will be changing. So that's how it all works. I know that my ultimate goal is to, to figure it out what makes me feel good and how I can have influence on it through my deepened consciousness. And that's and my art is my tool for it. It's really effective. And I'm so thrilled that it helps other people because it clearly does. They, yes. they feel influence of it. So, yeah. Just so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love all of what you said. And I think that's perfect because there is no real cookie cutter response. It's, it's getting in touch with what you feel when it's just like when you're around someone, you know, you feel like when there is somebody that you just connect with and then you can sense that somebody's energy is not whatever. It's not a positive one for you. And I think it's really honing in on our own internal compass of, of what is rejuvenating us, what is fulfilling us, what is, you know, lighting us up. And, and that is, like you said, it's a lifelong practice. We're not going to get there. That would be boring if we just figured it all out. And, and I'm, I'm like you. I always tell people when they have these moments or times of regret and, you know, why was I moving this way? Or, you know, because I see so many people who have gotten injured and stuff. And I said, that's not important. You're here now. And what's important Make is... Make a lesson. Yes. yes. Conclusion. And now it's not working. So it has to have to figure a different way. And... It's very important to know, not mm-hmm. this way anymore, you know? And right. Yeah. So everyone, think about ways of tapping into your own energy. And some of this is you, things we already know and, and are um, intuitive. And I think Mira and I are both so similar in our pursuit of empowerment, and especially for women. I, I've always found it so surprising how women in particular put themselves last. Women who especially moms, you know, they're kind of the bottom of the list of priorities because there is, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or just, it is. It you is. know, it, that, 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 and I, that was never with me. Like I, I, from a young, from, yeah, from a very, and I'm so <laughs> grateful. I'm so grateful because I know I was able to handle things and, and grow and have my own personal experience as Lara, not as mom or wife because of that. But I think that, you know, women in particular, please find, you know, your voice and your energy and take care of that first before anybody else. Before because anyone you else. are you first, then you are a mom, then you are a wife, then you are a sister, then you are a daughter. But first of all, you are you for you. Okay. You will live with you to the end of your life. And because you are you. <laughs> You, you really need to love yourself first to know how to love others. Yes, beautiful. I love that. Well, Mira, it has been such a pleasure hearing. You're so eloquent. I, I just, um, and I want everyone to see your work. So where can they 
where can they go and, and experience it? Uh, you can definitely go to my Instagram account, Mira de Martino Sculptor, or to my website, mirademartino.com. Simple as that. Those will be in our show notes, yes. Yeah, if you want to connect with me, you know, you always can do through Instagram or my website. She has the most beautiful and unique sculptor. And I, sculptures, and I do agree, what I love about them too is the the lightness, you know, It, it all, it really represents the energy they're light and powerful at the same time, which is, I think, what we all strive to be, is we want to be powerful but light. It's funny because the technique allows me to, you know, mechanically also do the lightness. I can make a big scale sculptures which are moved without the crane. You know, if I do this in a casting traditional bronze sculpture, you would not be able. And I can wall mount sculptures without reinforcing the, the walls because... They are not heavy, you know, and yeah, that is an incredible advantage. And that's why my clients love it, because they can have a very substantial pieces, which are manageable. Mm. And I love that. That's our metaphor. Find your energy and let it be strong, but light. So thank you so much for being here oh, today. Thank you Mira. for having me here, Laura. Oh, what a treat. And for all of you out there, as always, I'm pulling for you. 